0: Welcome back to The Right Type. In today's episode I'll be talking about multiple POVs and how to write them and also how to achieve writing them and some books that do them very well in my opinion. A disclaimer before I start, I usually give all of this advice with a caveat that I am not a person that has all the knowledge, I just feel like I want to share what I know and also I've asked some friends to give me their tips and our tips kind of are similar so I think that kind of a proven tested method and so i hope that it helps anyone that is struggling or wants to know how to write povs that are not just one and also anyone that's just interested in the topic in general So first of all, I think the most important question to ask yourself is why you want to write multiple POVs. I think so many books get ruined by people wanting to write multiple POVs and it kind of turns down the tension and slows the pace of the book. I think, especially in YA, which is what I mostly write and read, the pace has to be so fast and it also has to be tension-filled a lot of the time. Not always, but that's usually um, the general consensus with YA and so multiple POVs have to serve a purpose and it has to be a very clear purpose um if it's just there to have the same scene shown from a different person's point of view then it might not serve the story and this is not a like a hard and fast rule um because some people may do that very well but generally you should ask yourself why and see if book might work better with the strongest perspective. When I was writing my debut novel Ace of Spades, the reason why I chose two characters is because I felt as though this story is an allegory and I needed there to be a lot of nuance and to show the like how vast the black experience is and I think if I only had one black character there would have been a lot lost in the message and also I felt like I wanted to show how Um, my book is about privilege and race and, and how that intersects with class. And so I think I had to have a character, had to have two characters coming in to this space with different life experiences. So I had a lot of answers for my why and I just had to make sure that the tension was there and that I was not losing anything and so if you can come up with a really good answer for why other than you just love the character um, then that usually is a good sign that you should be writing multiple POVs for this book. My next piece of advice is to read books that do it successfully. I think that reading books that had multiple POVs kind of gave me the blueprint on how to write them and do it well especially because you need to make sure the voices are distinct and that when people are flipping the page to the next POV, they don't feel like they have to keep on checking whose perspective they're in. Um, and the way I did this was to make them extremely different. So, for example, um, Devon is very sarcastic and dry and he's very emotional. And he also thinks a lot about his feelings. And he's like, while he doesn't really open up, he's always thinking. Whereas Cheermaker is very, very passionate and driven and she's very very loud and rude and has a a different voice to him and she also doesn't think much about how she's feeling she just kind of lives life and doesn't try to think about things too deeply because she's hiding a lot um in order to be the person she is she's built up a lot of walls and so in order to keep those walls up she has to kind of trick herself and not think about why she has those walls up um and so I think a really good tip is to make sure your characters are just very different people. Um, If you are writing a book with multiple POVs where the characters are kind of similar, then my friend Shannon, for example, she said that she had a sheet or a list of phrases they say that are very different um, and very specific to their character, or just um, having their voice be very different, even if they have similar personality types. But generally, I think it's safer to go with people that are very very different. My next tip is to do some exercises, um, writing exercises to help you kind of find their voices and to make them distinct. So one I do often is I write letters to myself from my characters um, or I write letters to other characters from that character and so for example if Devon was writing to the character Andre in my book it'll be very nice and like lovely and there'll be a very different tone to if he was writing to chimaka if he was writing to chimaka there'll be a lot of swearing and telling her she's an awful human being um but if chimaka was writing to Devon it will be a lot of sarcasm and just feeling better than him but if she was writing to another friend of hers um it might be different so it really helped with understanding the character's desires and the way they think and also their voice um and another tip that my friend gave me was that she um puts the characters in a room and she puts them in a room with a tiger and sees how they respond and writes how they respond to a tiger being in the room with them. Some characters may attack the tiger and some will cry or some will try and run away or escape and that can kind of tell you the type of characters they are and give you more of an idea of how to make them distinct. My next tip is that while you should read books that do it successfully, you should also read books that don't and take note of what they do wrong. For example, some authors have too many perspectives, some don't have enough um, and some also just don't build enough tension with the perspectives they have, even though the voices are quite distinctive, um, or don't make you feel like you know the characters or feel anything for the characters whatsoever. And so, I just take notes of all of the things that I don't think were done right, and I try and improve that in my own work. And so, lastly, some books I think that do it very well. Um, the first being American Royals by Catherine Mcgee. It's told from four perspectives, um, and it's about a world where America don't have a president they have a monarch and um we follow four girls who are all very different but their lives are kind of like linked and the girls are the main character Beatrice who is the next in line for the throne her younger sister Samantha a girl named Daphne who wants to be um powerful and wants to be in the royal family and Samantha's best friend who is dating Samantha's brother secretly and the way the author does it is it's not even told in first person it's told in third person but i think that because they're such different people with different goals the story works even though the voice is similar because it's the same narrator so you're never lost because they all have different lives so that's another way to do it i think um, by having characters that just have very different lives and different wants and desires and the next book i think that does it very well is i was born for this by alice Oseman. It's a book about a girl who's a fangirl and a boy who is in a band that the girl is a fan of. And they are obviously very different because the girl's a fan and he's a celebrity. I think that Alice does it very well because um, the two characters have very similar fears, but their voices are just so distinctly different. And the last book that I think does multiple POVs very well is An Ember in the Ashes by Sabah Tahir. And I think she achieves multiple POVs very well because the characters are just... So different i think that's kind of a common theme is making them different and so their voices naturally kind of become distinct and also they have different fears and different enemies um often but in this book they have similar enemies but um that's kind of how to make it distinctive i guess in other ways but in this book while they have the similar enemies they're very different people with different goals and goals um and so i think trying to create a difference that's quite significant can help make the characters distinctive and help create uh, a more successful mortal POV. Thank you so much for listening to my podcast. I'm sorry that it's been put out late. I was very, very unwell and like kind of had no opportunity to um, record on time, but I hope you enjoyed it or learned something and one last message i wanted to leave you guys with is that not every story warrants more than one pov it doesn't make the story better or worse i think you have to just do whatever is good for your story